you're listening to this podcast is for women episode number 50 coaches chat how we endure chaos in this episode of coaches chat it's about the real lives of myself adrian everhart and helena hart we are love life coaches we are true life friends with real life things to say and share In this episode, I first want to start off by apologizing because it is late. I'm releasing it on Sunday night instead of my usual, which is Wednesday, sometimes Thursday. In this episode, Helena and I had a lot of health weirdness going on, I'm going to say, and it really is how we embrace chaos because that's exactly what happened to us and that's why my podcast is late. So if you think about chaos, (laughs) its definition is just unpredictable and random behavior. And this happens in our lives at any given moment, any given time. We never know when chaos is going to strike. And we're going to have our lives transformed from, wow, I've got a hangnail. It's really irritating to, oh my goodness, this other massive thing is happening to me. And I have to now deal with it. So for me, I didn't know this, but when she and I recorded this, I had a lot of bites on my body and no idea of where they were coming from. I do have indoor-outdoor cats, but we stay up to date with sleep protection, all this stuff. It was really mysterious. Long story short, I kept getting bitten and bitten some more and bitten some more. And no matter what my husband and I were doing, we were vacuuming and laundering my sheets every day and trying to figure out what was happening. It just wasn't going away. And I went to my dermatologist and come to find out that I had been bringing in something called a bird mite. Now, I didn't know this when I recorded this exactly, but bird mites just exist in your yard. What was happening is that I would go out in the yard and work and wear sometimes my yoga pants. And the bird mites could kind of wiggle their way into my yoga pants, bite me or not bite me, but then I would bring some in. And not thinking about it, I would just, you know, strip off my clothes, throw them in the laundry hamper, get ready for bed, no big deal. I do everything upstairs in my room in my nighttime routine. Well, I ended up becoming someone's breakfast, lunch, and dinner repeatedly. So this past week, my husband and I had to get uh, diomataceous earth. We had to treat my room with it. We had to treat my carpet. We had to do so many different cleaning treatments, steam, which we had already done. We had to do again, and it's just been so much work, you guys. So literally, chaos happened. (laughs) Now my good friend Helena is also experiencing her own type of chaos, her own type of unpredictable things happening in her life with her health. This has happened to Helena and I before. We will mirror each other in that we will at the same time have some sort of health incident happen. We've had this occur before. So this episode, it's a little bit, we're talking about what's been going on with our health and our wellness. But as always, we're transparent, we're authentic, we want to share with you all what's going on, how we cope, how we keep going with our lives. The big thing I want to share 
after enduring this week of cleaning and having to treat my bites and feeling just so vulnerable when I go to sleep at night and losing so much sleep, I want to tell you what I did. I decided not to suffer anymore. And I went and got myself a very nice hotel. I took hot baths every day. I allowed myself some time to heal and feel better. And then I was able to cope with everything that was going on at home a lot easier. Give myself a little break to hit the reset button for my mental health and my physical health as well. The other thing I just want to stress in this podcast episode is that it's often really difficult while you're going through something. Whatever you're going through right now, whether it's a breakup, a divorce, a health challenge, losing a pet, losing a friend, losing a family member, it's always going to come with a certain amount of pain. And that's the interesting thing about life is that change is constant. It never goes away. When we're going through that process, it's also about enduring a certain amount of pain. And for me, this past week has been about this pain is temporary. This pain is going to end at some point. No pain lasts forever. It might feel like it does in the moment, but you do move on to this new place. I think the key here is that you make some sort of progress. And if you're not making progress, take a huge giant step, then another giant step and one more giant step backwards and give yourself a little time for awareness to take a break and give yourself some perspective so you can figure out how to solve whatever's going on. So without any more wait, here's this episode of Coaches Chat. Hi, Helena. Hi, Adrian. Thank you so much for having me on again. I always love coming on your podcast. This is like my monthly therapy, just coming on and chatting with you. <laughs> I always have so much fun. I must admit it is one of the highlights of my podcasting world as well. I enjoy just getting to talk to you. We don't always really have an agenda. Sometimes we have, you know, just things we want to share that are going on in our life. And I've got a couple of things I want to talk about, but I first want to start with you. I don't know anything you want to tell or share. It's so funny. I just came to this completely blank with absolutely nothing that I had in mind. I was actually thinking back to, I believe it was the last time I was on your podcast, we were talking about feeling burned out, how we can both feel burned out just like anybody. And I feel like I've really overcome that a lot within the last couple of weeks. So that's a real positive thing that's been going on with me. I've, I've had some, certainly had some challenges as well. I'm happy to talk about that a little later if you want, but yeah, that's the first thing that came to mind actually. Oh, wow. Yeah. We both have at different times experienced different types of burnout, I would say. And how we deal with it differently. I've talked to you about how I manage my time in almost like smaller increments where I give myself smaller amounts of time to do certain tasks and then other things that are kind of bonus. I really just do them when I feel like it and I stop when I feel like it, which has meant that I don't always have a newsletter going out and I don't always answer comments on YouTube, but the things that I do stay consistent with, like my private group, my podcast, or, you know, if I'm doing a class every month in the group, whatever it may be, 
I'm good with that, but I've become really inconsistent with my business. I have to say. (laughs) It's so funny. I think it was maybe the last time or the time before I was on your podcast, you were saying that you can respond for YouTube comments, but after about 10 or 15 minutes, you just can't do it anymore. (laughs) And I could relate to that so much. And that always sticks with me now when I'm starting to slow down or feel burned out, or it just doesn't feel good. Like, okay, time to take a break put the computer away and focus on something else. Yeah. I always refer to my Google analytics as well. You know, that's part of our job is knowing how do people find us? And when they find us, what do they want to do? They go and shop. Do they watch videos? So I always refer to that and say, if I really want a clear message. I'm going to go where people need me the most and where I can have the, the best contact with people. So how have you been unwinding and getting to this new level of working? You're a mom now, you're a wife, and you're still running this business. You're an entrepreneur. How are you getting past burnout? What are you doing? It's a great question. I don't know if I have a real clear, definitive answer for that. Like, well, here are the five steps I took, you know, (laughs) it's been just Mm -hmm. kind of messy. Uh, You know, I really think, to me, at least for me personally, it just comes back to feeling worthy and actually asking for help and feeling like I deserve that, you know, for this mm. whole time, ever since, I mean, even before I had my baby, Tom, my husband would always say, you know, let me help you with editing. I know your husband helps you with editing too, which I love, right? Mm-hmm. And, you know, let me help you with this. Like he's totally fine to do that. We do it together. It's kind of like a quality time thing. Instead of sitting and watching it, watching a show, we'll work on editing something. And so he's, been saying forever let's once a week let me help you with that and I would always say you know no that's okay like you work such long hours and you come home I don't want to have you know you keep working on my stuff that is really not benefiting you at all right and so I would just not I would just feel guilty I feel like I don't want to take up his time and I just finally got over that I was like you know what I'm Mm. here by myself all day working and taking care of the baby we don't you know we don't really want to hire a nanny or anyway, we don't really have any help and Uh it was totally fine. It's worked great for us. You know, why not take him up on that? And so we just started doing that together. And it's actually, it was just me feeling like it's okay to take the help that's being offered. It's okay to like take up somebody's time (laughs) if they're offering. Mm -hmm. And we've actually had a great time doing that together. We laugh a lot. It's like, sometimes it's just comedy hour for us. Like, (laughs) I don't know why, you know, (laughs) certain things, you know, just editing out certain things. I'm sure you can relate to that. (laughs) Yeah. And I don't know. That's helped a lot. So instead of sitting there when the baby's asleep, trying to like, you know, quickly edit things on my own, or there's other things Mm -hmm. that go into that creating thumbnails. Like there's just a whole wealth of things, as you know, that go into uh, putting a podcast together and then our YouTube channels, of course, and all of that stuff. And so I just listen to what I want to post next and just notate where I want it edited, which is so Mm. much faster. It just takes, you know, for an hour long episode, maybe it takes two hours, two and a half hours, as opposed to the several hours it would take if I'm trying to edit it on my own and multitask. And then we um, come together once a week and we do that. And it sounds like such a simple thing, but for me, it was actually a huge deal to actually go, you know what? I'm worthy of that. It's okay for me to take up someone else's time if they're offering. And it's actually been great. It's been a real fun thing that we've been doing together lately. Helena, that is so sweet. I have to say the sweetest thing because you're both 
very much kind-hearted and conscious people. And I would imagine it's a struggle. Your husband's at work all day, but we have to zoom back and realize you're with an infant all day. I mean, sun up to sundown, that is nonstop need your yeah. attention and working, you know, when he's asleep, and I just working. go right to trying to keep, you know, catching up with stuff. Yeah. Uh, but yeah. it's actually worked. I've, I've figured out a balance. Also, this might sound weird, but I just kind of got bored hearing myself saying that I'm burned out. I have too much to do. I just, I just got bored with that after a while. I talked about it on a couple mm-hmm. of podcast episodes over on my podcast. And I was like, I'm sick of hearing myself talk about this. I'm bored with this. We're going to figure mm-hmm. out a solution basically. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's what it takes. It's just you're hearing yourself and awareness is the key to change. Yes. And often that, yeah, that awareness of like, you know, I'm becoming someone or I'm having a characteristic or a feeling enough that I just don't want to have it anymore. But accepting help from someone is very difficult. Asking help can be very difficult for a lot of women. I struggle really with this can. as well. And a lot of oh, guilt yeah. comes with asking. I talk about how Jeff edits for me. But it's required us to have sometimes uncomfortable conversations, not so much for him, but for me, because I want him to do what he wants to do, have his own hobbies and world. But right now, the way things are, I need his help. Like we can, I can delegate him. It's not going to always be this way though, especially as your baby grows and things change and evolve. It's not always going to be this way but it's a tough, it's a tough little bit to get through. Yeah. I feel like it was definitely a big adjustment and we have completely figured it out. At least right now we're Mm -hmm. in this groove for the past few months where I'm like, all right, Hey, this is great. This is doable. Like you said, I didn't want to become the person that was like, just had too much on my plate. There was never enough time. There was always too much to do. I just did not want to become that person. I was like, I did not make some super smart moves you know, over the past 10 years, building up this business only to be stressed out for no reason. Like I said, if a newsletter doesn't go out this week, that's okay. If it takes eight days instead of three days, like that's fine. Mm -hmm. (laughs) The world's going to keep spinning, right? Mm -hmm. It really does. And for entrepreneurs, one of the reasons I became an entrepreneur is I didn't want anyone to be the boss of me. I wanted to be independent and then also I wanted free time. I imagined myself, you know, at the beach or enjoying more of my life and doing what I wanted to do. And I find I'm tied to my computer a lot. And Mm -hmm. a big one for me is delegating someone to help me, someone that I can depend on, you know, an outside source. I had a girlfriend tell me not long ago, she's like, oh, get a, what is it called? An Mm e-assistant or, you know, basically an assistant. And I have someone who already helps me with email, but I was like, I couldn't help but thinking by the time I train this person, you trust them and you get everything figured out because there's all sorts of ways to do this. Another friend said, oh, hire a business coach to help you. I'm really thinking about that one. Just Hmm. finding these ways to streamline because I'm so worried I'm going to train someone. We're going to get it all figured out and then they're going to quit or they're going to get a different job or they're going to do, you know, bad work. And that goes back to like something you and I both suffer with, which is perfectionism. (laughs) Yes, definitely. Yeah. (laughs) 
It's so true. Yeah. People say, well, why don't you just send it out and have someone else do it? It's like, well, they wouldn't do it the way I would do it. I, I want to still be very right. involved in what I'm putting out there. And it's so true. But once I actually, we actually did that, you know, did one together. I go, wow, this took two hours. This would have taken me three days of, of you know, mm. on and off three days on and trying off. to do it on my own when the baby's taking a nap it would have taken forever and and we could just do it in a couple hours yeah exactly multitasking is the worst multitasking it's a surefire way i used to be someone that every stoplight every stop sign i would check my phone mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and i dropped that stupid habit so long ago because if it's worth it first off i do not text and drive but if it's so worth it to work at all these pauses in my life I found myself getting incredibly stressed out. And then I happened upon an article that actually talked about people really don't have downtime now. You're waiting for your latte or you're in line at the post office. We're on our phone. Oh, we're yeah. getting, you know, we're getting stimulated and we don't really have that time that our minds so desperately need, which is to really be doing nothing. It's so true. I was in the waiting room at a doctor's office, actually several over the past few weeks. I've been dealing Mm. with some health stuff and I really noticed every single person without exception sitting in the waiting room was on their phone, myself included, you know? Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. People used to just, you know, read magazines or, you know, watch the fish in the aquarium. And now it's just, (laughs) everyone's checking emails, social media. And yeah, I mean, myself included, I am not, I haven't escaped that either. This is the real pandemic. I mean, the other pandemic, which is we're all addicted to our phones, but you are invited to join my online coaching community. I have a private online coaching community where I teach monthly classes. I have guest coaches, guest speakers, moderators, and so much to share with you. You can join as a member on a monthly basis and cancel at any time. You can post questions, help others where you can lend an answer, and access our library list of growing classes and workshops. There's so much fun in this group and I especially love the supportive community. It's on a monthly basis so you can join and cancel at any time. Head on over to diamondgirl.me slash group. That's D-I-A-M-O-N-D-G-I-R-L dot me slash group. I can't wait to see you over at iHeart Love Academy. I am really working to not use my phone. Now, you mentioned a health issue. I have a couple of health things. Well, I have a health thing to share. Do you want me to share first and you share? Yeah. Oh, yeah. No, I would love to hear what's going on with you. I mean, I know we catch up kind of intermittently (laughs) throughout the week, but yeah, I would love to hear Well, I want to share this with everyone because there's two parts to this story. The first part is I actually got COVID for the first time. Mm -hmm. I've somehow dodged this thing. And thankfully it was so mild and I was able to take antivirals. And other than having a lot of sinus and maybe like one really bad night and then one night where I was restless, I have to say... I made it through really, really well. (laughs) So I'm thankful for that because I am on immunosuppressant medicine. I am a person who takes drugs that has, you know, 
suppresses my natural immune system. So my doctors mm. were always concerned, but I made it through, thank God, did really well. And so we decided to go to a spa for a day. And we went to this wonderful spa. I love it. It's in Asheville. In fact, if I ever do a speaking retreat or a coaching event, maybe you can come too, Helena. That would be fun. Oh, that sounds like fun. <laughs> I'm, I'm going to have it in Asheville. I mean, it's just so beautiful and calm there. But here's what I noticed. When I was packing my bag for that day being at the spa, here's what I brought. A swimsuit, a comb, moisturizer, and that was like it. And I noticed a lot of other women, not all the women, but a lot of women, I couldn't help but notice, like if someone's reading a book, I want to know what they're reading. There were so many women reading self-help books about getting your business going or how to be great at whatever. And it was just so many self-help books. And none of these women looked particularly happy. There was one woman in the hot tub reading this book and she just had such a scowl on her face. And I'm just like, why are you guys doing this to yourselves? You're supposed to be here at a spa, not constantly, constantly cranking away at yourself, working at yourself, learning something, taking in information. Like that's what stresses me out is like, at some point I can't take in any more new information. I have to just look up at the sky and I was in the hot tub watching the clouds go by and mm. seeing the shapes and the designs and the clouds. And I really felt sorry for these women who were reading these books. And my husband says, well, maybe this is their only time to read. And I was like, oh my God, please don't tell me their day at the spa is their only time to read, but it might be true. Yeah. I don't know. Wow. That's really interesting. I know we talked about that on our New Year's resolution episode on your podcast, yeah. right? The self-help trap, the healing trap that can be easy to slip into where you uh -huh. feel like you have to constantly work on yourself and improve yourself. And we were kind of uh -huh. debunking that myth, right? Yeah. And these business coaches, I mean, God bless them, but they're all like six figure year and seven figure year. And, and they really, I'm worried that so many women are like quitting their jobs which is fine if they're ready to quit their job, but let us warn you, <laughs> it is so much work. Like when I used to work a job, I would go to the office. I would take a lunch. We, I would have weeks off where I did nothing on my vacation. That is no longer the case. It's so easy to work just 24 seven. Even when I'm not working, I'm thinking about work. And so I really have to unplug, clear my mind, not think about anything. So here I am, free of COVID, went to the spa, got a hydrofacial. I don't know if you've ever had one of those. I have had one of those. It was amazing. Oh my gosh, I'm so jealous. <laughs> did you look like 10 years younger after yes, it was done? I did. Yeah. It was unbelievable. I've never seen any kind of quick results like that with anything I've ever done. Totally. It was mind-blowing. I looked 10 years younger for about four days. And it was it was amazing, but I've even noticed now my moisturizer, I put on my moisturizer. I mean, it's like a week and a half later, I put on my moisturizer and my skin just soaks it up. Wow. It doesn't sit on top of my skin. So I know that it really did something. And if I, if I can, I'm going to try and find someone nearby, but I come home, I'm all relaxed. I go to bed, I wake up in the morning and I have like 20 bites on my abdomen and my back 
where something has just nibbled away at me. And then we cleaned my room. We made sure, you know, we didn't carry home any bed bugs from the hotel or anything. And all of this is so gross. Like I get really grossed out if an insect bites me. And my husband, God bless him. He's up at like two in the morning, vacuuming, helping me clean because I realized something was like biting me. And I don't know about you, but when I get really stressed out, that's when I get dizzy. And that's when I have to like sit down and breathe and kind of talk to myself and just remind myself like adult Adrian has to come in to help her out. So we're doing all of this stuff. We're washing my laundry. We're making me like a bed in the living room. And we found out, we think it's one of our cats. She likes to roll um, in the sand. And I think the sand kind of the silica absorbs her flea protection. So I think that I got bit by a bunch of fleas, which is super duper gross. I know, I know. And so we, we've had to like treat all the animals. We had to get a treatment for like my office in my room where my, my little female kitty, you've probably seen her, you know, she's Leo's twin sister, Minnie. Minnie. Exactly. (laughs) So cute. And so it's like, I had COVID, I went to a spa and then I came home and I had to deal with all the stressful stuff. And I'm just like, oh my God, I'm ready to go back to the spa again. <laughs> so interesting. I can really relate to what you said too, about you not really having downtime. I remember, I think it was the beginning of 2019. I went on a trip. I was completely single. I went on a trip to Maui with a small group of friends and we were laying out at the beach or something. And I was checking my email and one of my friends goes, do you ever just relax? You know, (laughs) I remember going thinking, not really, you know, I was like, well, when you have your own business, it's can't, there really isn't, you know, I'm getting so much better at that, but it's so true. It's so, so true. And also I'm the person where anytime I go on vacation, I get covered in bug bites. I don't know. They're just drawn to me. Oh (laughs) my gosh. bites Every single time there's no escaping it. So I, oh my gosh, it's so uncomfortable. I really feel for you. (laughs) I I have to tell you, I've been, it's been a lot of Benadryl. It's been a lot of Benadryl because I have bad flea allergy. I have bad dust mite allergy. So it's definitely been, yeah, I'm ready for another spa treatment. And (laughs) I don't know if you want to share it, but you had something really scary happen. I did. Yeah. It's so Do you funny. Do want to talk about the it? Spot. Yeah. I've never shared this anywhere. I just haven't felt the need to, you know, it just hasn't come up in any of my material or work up until this point. So I wasn't planning on really sharing this anywhere else, but I know what we love to talk about our real lives here. And it's funny. I was, uh, this is related to what happened and this is probably going to be a little jumbled because I've never told this story <laughs> and wasn't really mm-hmm. planning on it, but yeah, I was getting a, an ultrasound, like an abdominal ultrasound. And uh, it was like one of those places where you put your clothes in a locker, you know, and you have a robe on and it just reminded me of the spa. And I was like, I wish I was at the spa right now, like Aww. getting a fake bill. I wish I wasn't doing this, <laughs> but it ended up being a good experience. Yeah. I actually, like you said, I had a scary incident. I believe it was February 24th. So just a few weeks ago, uh, nothing like this ever happens to me, but I woke up feeling terrible. I went to bed feeling pretty terrible. I was super nauseous, super dizzy. I woke up, I felt like I was going to throw up, which was pretty unusual. And I felt like I sort of had a fever. So I kind of quickly went into the bathroom. Uh, Apparently I woke up like on the floor. So I had passed out. And then I, um, thank God my husband was home. He had stayed a little bit 
you know, a little later before going to work that day. And uh, apparently I passed out again after that. I don't really have really any memory of that. And he couldn't revive me. So I woke up Mm. on the floor of a different room. The the only first thing I remember is just waking up, being like, "How did I get here?" And him on the phone with nine one one, panicked, basically giving them our oh address. Oh my gosh, Helena, I know, that's I so know. scary. So scary. I mean, it was so so scary. And and I don't, I mean, I don't really re- even remember. I just nothing like this ever happens to me. So yeah, the paramedics came. I had to go to the hospital and an ambulance and everything. Never done that before, but they were amazing. They were so wonderful. So yeah, I had to, I was in the ER. Um, it was really strange. They tested for a lot of things. Like I tested negative for COVID and the flu and they did x-rays and blood tests and everything that they, they didn't find anything specific, like with my heart or anything. Um, based on the blood test that day, they thought maybe it could have been like a viral infection, and uh-huh. so I've just been like basically getting over that and going to multiple doctor's appointments, kind of trying mm-hmm. to figure out what it was. That's why I got the ultrasound and things mm-hmm. like that. Uh, luckily, I'm starting mm-hmm. to feel better. I was super dizzy, super nauseous. Like I had to be like Oof. on the couch with a blanket over my head all day for like Oof. a week or two after. And now you can probably hear it. I just feel like I have like a sinus yeah. uh, headache, just congested, but feeling so much better, so much less dizzy. Aww. The nausea is basically gone. I'm not pregnant again, by the way. That's what my <laughs> parents were asking, but I already knew I wasn't because we're not gonna we're not trying for another one or anything but okay. uh, but yeah that's definitely not it that's the first thing everybody asks uh, yeah super super scary and then you have to figure like okay like I'm scared to be at home by myself of course. With a baby. so I was telling you yeah. before we started recording like um Tom bought me an Apple watch that has this feature that if you you know you fall it calls the paramedics if you don't respond and things so I feel a little more secure and I'm obviously I'm starting to feel better but yeah I actually haven't even been outside with the baby by myself since that happened just it's a lot of it's just anxiety so I'm like oh my gosh am I turning into this agoraphobic person who doesn't want to leave their house by themselves you know I've done it once for like 20 minutes not to interrupt you but I'm laughing because you know I went through a huge help thing right when I was turning 30 and I did for a while become agoraphobic because much like yourself I don't think they had that on the Apple watch feature but I would have this like weird narcolepsy that mm. would happen to me. And I would kind of like fall asleep. Wow. Um, and it just went away. But you've been able to kind of get outside a little bit and you're um. feeling better from this or just <laughs> taking it slow or we're going to go. So weekends are great because we go for a walk together, the three of us. We're going to do that today, even though it's Friday, it's still sort of a weekend after I do my live podcast episode in a couple hours. And when I'm by myself here with them, I went outside. I stood outside for like 30 seconds yesterday, (laughs) the day Mm -hmm. before. Mm -hmm. It's kind of been bad weather here, which is uncharacteristic. But uh, I mean, it's been a little cooler than usual. It's been raining a little bit. So uh, one day last week, Tom got home and it was still sort of light out. And I went for a walk by myself just around the block a few times for 20 minutes. That was like a big deal for me. Uh, But it's it's most it's just my own anxiety about it. I mean, you know, health wise, I'm fine. Like they didn't. Yeah. really find anything. Uh, it's just, yeah, it's just my own anxiety about, oh my gosh, am I going to, I've never really, that's never happened to me where I've woken up no. on the floor twice. How did I get here? Like, you know, I just, I would hate for anything like that to happen when I wasn't home. And obviously with the baby, like us just adds a whole nother Helena, layer. Helena, this is the scariest thing because you're basically unconscious. So I'm team 
take your time. There's no Mm -hmm. rush just now turning spring. It's going to be so beautiful. So I want to validate you on that. Like take your time, baby steps, keep moving, but don't rush yourself because that's the weird thing about anxiety. Hi everyone. This is Adrian Everhart. If you're enjoying my podcast and also enjoy my YouTube channel, I suggest you go a little bit deeper into one of my self-study programs. I recommend everyone start with my ebook, 500 Ways to Talk to a Man. It also comes with a two-day video class. This ebook has transformed the lives of so many women because I help you get aligned with your natural feminine energy and learn to speak and phrase your words in a way that really connects to a man's heart instead of challenging him with masculine energy. I can teach you so much more in my self-study programs. I have something for every topic that you may be interested in. And of course, New Man Manifesto, which is a 12-week manifesting course. It comes with homework and lots of extras. So head on over to my website, everheartcoaching.com to learn more. As someone who, again, overcame agoraphobia and it was, mine was so bad. I couldn't drive. I basically had told everyone I'm never driving again because I feel my, like that too. <laughs> uh-huh. Uh-huh. Because my yeah. arms would get so tired and I could fall asleep. I mean, I could just fall asleep and you're fainting and you're having like a little bit of a trigger, like a little bit of a, a signal that something's about to happen to you. But here's the weird thing about anxiety is that it can mimic so many, like if I have something like these bites, when I woke up and I saw these bites all over me, the rooms was spinning. I had to like breathe. I really go into a little bit of fight or flight and I have to really work hard to talk to myself because it just creeps me out so much, but I'm curious about something. I don't want to play like doctor or anything, but I'm curious if you just had a really serious case of an inner ear blockage and it was totally messing with your they tested for all of that vertigo I mean we yeah the doctor was actually super thorough uh did uh, the my primary doctor did a ton of tests like that yeah she doesn't think it was it was like that my lymphocytes were low the day I was in the hospital and gone back to normal and my sodium was low which makes sense if I passed out so and that's got that's gone back to normal too so so based on that they think it was probably some kind of virus or something Mm -hmm. which Mm -hmm. uh, yeah yeah I think which is you know hey that's great if I'm going to get over that. And I mean, I'm obviously yes. feeling so much better than I was just a few weeks ago. Well, I'm happy for you. It, Me too. Yeah. Nutri- it really could have been nutritional and just that virus was just needing more or needing a certain thing that you weren't giving it. I will tell you when my lymphocytes are low, I feel miserable. I do not feel good. It's just, I can feel it. Mm. And if your sodium's low, like, oh my gosh. You poor thing. I'm so glad that you're getting some help and some nutrition and things like that. So this is, yeah, I'm really feeling a lot better and I can really relate to what you said. The anxiety can cause physical symptoms. I mean, not that I'm just like riddled with anxiety now, but it's just true. If I get, if I'm like, Oh, I'm a little dizzy. Oh no. Let me go sit on the couch. You know, it can start Uh this whole thing. So hopefully the next time we do this, I'll say that I'm walking again an hour every day, like I used to. And <laughs> mm-hmm. So I actually did the elliptical last night for 30 minutes. 
and you know with all of us there we were kind of like working out together and that was great I've done that a couple times this week but I feel safe because I'm home Tom's right there like it's no it's level one no incline no resistance like very very slow and it actually felt Mm -hmm. great to do that because I've been pretty sedentary (laughs) since that all of that happened that sounds really good you're taking it slow you're Mm -hmm. just building up your you're building up your wind you're building up that ability for resistance I do something that is becoming very popular so you've probably seen it on YouTube all the shorts or Instagram I guess it's really like a follow-up to the ice bucket challenge in a way but cold plunges are making a big comeback right now thanks to the internet Hmm. but I've always been a fan of cold water it's really helped me build up my resistance to stress and certain triggers and I find it really relaxing and it takes a while to get started I guess I started doing it when I was maybe about 16 and I will say that it's taken a long time to build up my resistance but When I take my shower, I always finish it with cold water. I do like two different levels of cold water and I love it. It makes me feel so good, but it definitely builds up that body's ability. It's believed to help your body deal with stress better and deal with change. Um, Hmm. Because when you're in the cold water, you have to really breathe. And that's something I did when I was at the spa. They have a uh, cold water plunge. Yes. It's, bas- yeah. it's basically like a glass of water with ice in it. You know, it's like yeah. that cold. <laughs> My mom and I used to go to this outdoor spa every year. I hope we can start it up again very soon because it was Ooh. so much fun I mean, ever since I was in like high school. And they have like a hot water and cold water. It's like kind of like a natural hot springs kind of place. And you go mm. back and forth. And I always enjoyed the hot much more than the cold, obviously. But <laughs> I'll have right. to look into that. But it's weird. Like I'm in the cold and I can feel my body going, Hey, get us out of here. But then I just breathe and I breathe. And pretty soon the cold starts to feel really good. Like Mm. you get past this point and I don't know how to explain it. It's just like a natural little boost of energy. I don't know. It's, I think so many things in life, especially in something scary health wise happens, we have to build up our tolerance or even a big heartbreak, you know, big breakup can be very stressful or divorce or anything like that. We have to kind of get our wind back and be able to depend on our bodies and trust our bodies. That's so true. Yeah. Yeah. I'm hoping to get there. I'm getting there. I'm getting hopefully (laughs) next month. I'll say I overcame the anxiety of, you know, something happening when I'm here by myself. And uh, I I feel like I'm almost there. I'm like, you know, maybe 75% of the way there. Yeah. Well, don't rush it because Mm -hmm. I kind of felt like the worst thing I could ever do is feel like I had some agenda with my mental health, because that is not how our bodies work. You know, that Mm -hmm. (laughs) they are kind of on their own, you know, we have to push them a little bit, but they're on their own schedule. Well, I hope you keep feeling better. Please do keep us posted and I'll let everybody know how my bites clear up (laughs) for sure. (laughs) Much, much different type of problem, but yeah, this is new. Anything else going on in your world? Anything? Hmm. 
you know, I've, I took a few weeks off of just from working and stuff. I mean, I, I still was, you know, doing things, responding to emails, you, you know, stuff like that, but I haven't been doing a whole lot. I mean, it doesn't appear that way because I still have things to like post on my podcast and YouTube and everything, but that's been really good. Um, this sounds like such a tiny little thing. This just came to me right now. Yesterday, I just felt like I had this moment of clarity where I just figured it all out. And I don't even know what I figured out, but I (laughs) I think it's kind of related to something you said earlier, where I just had this moment. uh, I was home uh, all by myself with the baby and he's just been, oh my gosh, he's so amazing. I am just so, so into this baby. He's just so, so, so cute right now. He's uh, (laughs) about six months old. He got his first two teeth. I'm just obsessed with him. Yeah. It takes everything in me not to just constantly send people photos and things like that. But yeah, we had this moment where he was awake from a nap and I, you know, we, I fed him. He didn't really need anything. I was like, what do you want to do? You know, it's just this feeling of like not needing to get anything done, not having yes. anything to do. Oh my gosh. It sounds so simple, but uh-huh. I think people who maybe have their own businesses will relate to that. So we just kind of walked around the downstairs. We sat there, we read books Aww. and then we were just listening to music. I put on this classical music and we were just like, sitting there just like chilling out you know he was um sitting on my lap leaning up against me and I was just holding his hands and he was just so calm and I just thought oh my gosh like this is what it's all for like I've been talking about this for years so obviously logically I know this but but you slip in or I slip in and out of really feeling that like like this is it this is why I've worked so hard why I've you know, kind of push mm-hmm. myself to mm-hmm. do things even when I didn't feel like it's just these moments. So I just, I really just was so in the moment. I just had about 10 minutes of just this most amazing feeling. I was almost getting emotional. Like I was going to cry. I was like, ah, yeah. like yeah. this is it. And and that just sounds like such a simple thing, but I, I would just love more and more and more of those moments. And I just felt oh, completely magnetic for the rest of the day. It was just like this perfect, almost like a meditation for a few minutes. So I'm hoping for more of those moments and there it's always available to me. It's just me getting myself in that mental headspace of like, mm-hmm. n- nothing needs to get done. You know, <laughs> like this right. is it. enjoy your life. This is what you've been wanting. Like just enjoy it and don't constantly go, what's next? What do I need to do? Mm-hmm. I'm hoping for more of those moments. That's so beautiful. Mm -hmm. I mean, seriously, cold chill moment. Yeah, that's what it's all about is you're finally getting a little bit of peace. And girl, you have had a lot on you being at home with a baby all day, day in, day out and at night and working. I mean, you have to really take a moment, give yourself a pat on the back because that, yeah, I've been trying to do more of that too. And I know that's, I mean, there's lots of people do that and stuff, but yeah, it's really, I I feel like I really have a handle on it these past few weeks. And so it's, it's been really great. Yeah. Like I said, definitely adjustment period, but it's, I'm definitely enjoying Mm -hmm. myself now. I'm enjoying my schedule, my day, my weekdays, with him like yeah I'm I'm getting there for sure yay (laughs) our ever-evolving lives ever-evolving yeah it's always you know (laughs) what's the next thing what's the next that's why I love coming on your podcast so much fun (laughs) yeah we get to really zoom back and look at our timeline and how different our worlds are I have noticed you and I though we sometimes our our sicknesses sync up a little bit that is true that's happened to us before. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Just hmm. as I'm getting COVID, you're 
yours was much more serious, but well, this has been so much fun. I, I don't really have anything else to share. I mean, I'm still making my life trying to minimize things, get rid of things. And I will tell you, I wanted to share with everyone. I threw out all my essential oils. I threw out all my diffusers. You remember those diffusers were so popular. Maybe you still use one. I, I don't know. I you still don't have one, but yeah, ever since I moved, I haven't used it. You know, I was, ever since I was pregnant, I hadn't used it, but even before then I hadn't used it. Someone gave it to me and I was using it for a while when I was living by myself, but yeah, I don't believe I've used it in a few years. And I think it's great when I use it, but I just get really tired of what I'm smelling and I don't use it enough. And I just feel like, again, this is about, I'm simplifying my nighttime routine, my daytime routines what I'm doing and not doing. So I threw out all those oils. I threw out that diffuser. I put it out on the curb. I live in a college area. So someone came by and picked it up so they can have all that relaxation. And I looked at these oils and I'm like, wow, they cost a lot of money, these essential oils, but I just don't want them. I don't need them. It's just fresh air and sunshine for me. That's my essential oil, I guess. I love it. You don't need any extra thing, right? It's all just, just whatever is naturally available to you. That is great. Well, yeah. I mean, there are little things I like, like I have a perfume I like, and I have a hand lotion that smells one like lavender, one like rose water. They're nice, but all of these extra steps are just complicating our lives. And I'm not really sure they're bringing me that much joy. I remember one time years ago, I don't remember what kind of interview we were doing. Maybe it's for my YouTube channel or something. You asked me if I had a morning routine. I was like, no, <laughs> I get a cup of coffee. That's it. I just do what I want. I don't, you know, so, you know, wake up and do a gratitude journal and a vision board and meditate oh and God. do yoga. No, oh. I wake up and I get coffee and I just, you know, decide what I want to do from there. So <laughs> that's all served me very well. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Now this, now this would be funny though, if we did start doing some sort of morning routine and just, we tested it out for 30 days until the next coaches chat we said, okay, every morning we did this thing and see if it really improved our lives. Now I will tell you, I, I love that little gratitude app I shared with you. I, whenever yes. I'm feeling like, uh, I go and look at that gratitude app and I do get in a different headspace, but I don't keep up with it. You know, like I really should, I'll have like a five day streak and then I'll forget about it for a month. Yeah. Same here. <laughs> you know, I was on someone's podcast a few months ago and then I ended up getting her, it's like an actual physical gratitude journal, uh, manifestation mm. journal and some things. She has a clothing line. I just went on her website and, and got some things Ooh. and, and yeah, I start, you know, it did help focus me. It, it really did. I, Cause I know uh -huh. I'm good at manifesting. I know I'm good at all that stuff, but it did actually help kind of focus like, well, what is it that I actually want? How do I want to feel? It actually helped. But again, yeah, I'm not sticking with it every single day from nine to nine 30 or anything like that. You I know? know, same with meditation. I love to meditate. I try to do a little bit in the morning and a little bit at night. I just can't get into the habit or the swing of things, but huh? Well, let's save that for next time. Maybe we'll come up with a routine that we want to try and stick with no matter what for 30 days and see mm -hmm. if it has to do something for us. I don't know, Helena. It's kind of like I used to do artist, the artist way, uh, Julia Cameron. I don't know if you're familiar with that. No. Years ago, I think I was graduating. 
I can't remember what year, maybe like 99, 98 or 99. I got the artist way and it's every day you have to write three full pages. Just fill up your notebook, three full pages and you get it all out. Every week she has a different exercise you do. Like one of them was an artist date where you take your artist on a date. Another week you create your artist space. You know, if you're going to be an artist, you have space for yourself. And, you know, you and I are writers. We're entrepreneurs. We are in a way. We're videographers. We're artists. And I did find that I was having a lot more freed up space in my body for creativity. I was really feeling it. But then I just stopped doing it. (laughs) Yeah. Interesting. I think there's, I mean, there's a time for when setting up structure like that can be helpful. And there's a time for, Hey, if I don't feel like doing it, maybe there's a reason for that. Maybe it's not resistance and being stuck in my old ways. Maybe it's just that I don't feel like doing, I don't need to do it anymore. I've kind of graduated past that. Right. Oh, there you go. And it's so funny you say graduated past that because a girlfriend of mine had convinced me that I would love this particular philosopher teacher. She's a kind of a popular, she's not really a coach, but she uh, had a course about feminine energy. And I was like, well, you know, I think I got a grasp on feminine energy. I've been doing this for a while, but she promised me, oh, it's so enlightening. And it's just, oh, I'm just, you know, I'm busting through my own glass ceiling. And I took the course and it was just, it just felt like, you know, all respect to the coach, but it just felt like reheated, repurposed (laughs) content that is just everywhere. It was lost on me. And at first I felt bad about it. I was like, well, shouldn't I be gaining wisdom from this? But no, I just didn't. I didn't really learn a thing. So I don't Mm. know. I think there's something out there for us that we're really going to be like, oh, this is it. But I think you and I are both in this place where we're just, we just haven't found it, whatever it is. (laughs) Yeah. So interesting. I love the ever evolving, (laughs) but I think what we're doing is working for us now. And that's great. You know? Yes. What more can yeah. we want? <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, anything else you want to share before we go? I know your podcast is just taken off and doing great. Do you want to tell everybody about that? Sure. Yeah. I would love for your listeners to come check out my podcast. It's called Master Your Magnetism. It's on Apple Podcasts. It's on Spotify. It's on, it's anywhere you listen to podcasts really. And I did want to say that I just published an episode with you a few weeks ago and it's called Four Feminine Traits all men crave and your name's in the title with Adrian Everhart. You can go look for it. And it was amazing. It was just this Mm -hmm. wonderful episode. We were broadcasting live, which I do every other week. I'm about to do that in a couple hours here today. And we took some callers, which was really fun. You gave some great advice and I loved the four tips. I actually learned a couple things, which, you know, I absolutely love. So everyone go check that out. We've done multiple episodes together over there and they're always Mm -hmm. everyone's favorite. Like we my top fun. episode usually. Was yeah. that the one where I talked about emptying your shelves? Yes. Oh yes. That's a good and one. And I've never heard yeah. you share that before in all the years of doing <laughs> interviews and episodes with you. I've never heard you share that. So yeah, I believe that was the third or fourth tip that you shared. I thought it was so great. Well, I'm glad. I guess maybe that class helped me after all. I don't know. <laughs> but you know, I, I, I'm always trying to expand on new ways to express what it is I'm feeling and experiencing. So I'm glad I was able to share that. And everyone should definitely check out your podcast. You have got some great, great topics and guests. 
So I will have all those in the link below. Amazing. Or- thank you so much. Yeah. <laughs> thank you. I'd absolutely love to have some people come over and I want to love to bring you on again too, because everyone Anytime. just absolutely loves that. All right, Helena, thanks for joining today. We'll see you guys next month. Bye.